It's called a promo, Shut kid. Your mouth, if you want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do it. So go Are ahead. You ready? No, I said. Are you ready? That was good. Glad you finally decided to pull that giant stick out of your butt and have some fun rolling in your life. Your uneducated marks. You sit there on your phones, tweeting out your opinions like they're worth the damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's death. Michael, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know how to put it into words, man. I, I, I nailed that. Well, let me ask you a question real quick. <laughs> let me ask you a question. How many years have you been sitting at that commentary desk, Michael? No, I didn't know. 26. 26 years. <laughs> it's been hell. <laughs> Been there for How just many that shows all have you missed? Two. You've missed two shows Good in twenty six years. We don't. We don't like him that much. We don't like you that much, Michael. Go on. So you get it, man. You're addicted to it. It's a compulsion. You need it, and most importantly. You love it. Me with coffee. That's what it's like for me in this ring, Michael. That's what it's like That's doing this show. That's what it's like for me to Let's be go. in front of these people. When they sing my song, Michael, mm. I need that. Ooh. I love that. I have an honor. I have a responsibility. Yes. I have a duty. Duty. And for <laughs> me, man, this ring... We're such children. It's given me... Everything. Uh, that's how I feel about doing this show. That's how I feel about oh, drinking yeah. coffee on this show. That's how I feel about doing this show while drinking coffee on this show. That's how I feel about the the trail mix I have. Oh yeah, the fire trail mix. It's really good. It's just two things. I'm not gonna mention what they are because I think one's a brand. But uh, can they sponsor us? I'll mention it's a cheese cracker and pretzels. That's literally all it is. It's amazing, though. Low-cost advertising for sale. Please. Let's see. All right, I, I got to jump right in. Let's go. I could, could mention the fact that we're coming up on Fastlane tonight, but we got a whole other series of pay-per-views to break down. Honestly, quite frankly, too, I'm, I'm pissed off. Okay. I'm, I'm angry. Oh? Because for another consecutive week, I... Am forced to talk about CM Punk when Preach. I don't necessarily want to, and I guess we don't have to spend that much time on it. But apparently, he's going to WWE, and it's why it's so crystal clear to everybody that he is. I don't know why. I don't know why. It feels like a very uh, hypocritical move, but you know what? Do you, dude? CM they're Punk? desperate. I mean, the fact uh, just to already jump the gun and get to a subject we're not going to talk about for like another 20 minutes the fact that WWE is going balls to the wall on a tuesday nxt to compete with a tuesday dynamite title tuesday that is i don't think they're desperate i shouldn't say they're desperate they're just competitive now they're overly competitive yeah they're becoming very overly competitive and i'm not fucking with it you know I think it at least the good stuff for both of both fans, but yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Wrestle Dream was fucking hype. No Mercy was hype. It was all hype, really. Yeah, it was such a great weekend. Like, yeah, that's the best way to put it. It was a great weekend of wrestling. No Mercy really kicked it off. The, what I didn't expect that was fucking sick. The No Mercy graphics. Oh yeah! At the opening of No uh, Mercy, they had like the N sixty four graphics for. I no love Mercy. that they didn't just have like just the people that were wrestling there do you have like bailey and then yeah that was fucking all kinds sick. of people made that's amazing dude and i know that i wasn't even planning on getting to this this soon but i am really really excited about it and i know you are too dragonov is fucking nxt champion let's now. go i really on that episode last week when we were talking before no mercy i was like i really want him to win uh i understand if he doesn't but at the same time i feel like carmelo hayes is about to move up which I still think he is, but another thing we can get to later. 
that was just really cool seeing him win the title clean get a clean win over him and just oh beautiful it was a not beautiful match not just that but I've seen a lot of people say this and I I think I've told you this this is a contender for match of the year for me got you Carmelo Hayes it's fair Dragunov 2 uh, just the fact that it was so much more hard hitting than the first one it feels like they were telling the story that Dragunov actually went in there and made Carmelo find that you know that viciousness inside him. Well, and another thing is, I don't, I don't think Dragunov knew he was gonna win. I don't think he knew he was gonna win. By the way he reacted uh, after the pinfall, he he didn't think he was gonna win. I don't. I feel like that that'd be a crazy, um, um, an amazing layer to it, though. Yeah, that was my feeling towards it. And amazing show of respect after the match. That's yes, a big, that's a big thing for me always. I love how aggressive he was doing it though. The code of honor. Carmelo Hayes is moving up. Let's see. Also, Vic Joseph had a fight forever line on New Mercy. He did, didn't he? he did. I completely forgot. He's low-key kind of one of my favorite commentators right now. He kind of is. I could agree with that, yeah. He's really entertaining, but can't be doing the fight forever shit. Sorry. Because even, even AEW had flack with uh, GCW for the fight forever trademark, which I don't think either one of them really necessarily owned it. Let's fight over a, a saying that someone says in every wrestling company. <laughs> exactly. Also, before I even get to Wrestle Dream, and I haven't seen this match yet, and if you have, don't spoil shit for me because I'm going back and watching it, but I had no idea Claudio and Josh Barnett had a match on the Zero Hour. They did, and... Don't you tell me a damn thing. Yeah. That's that literally is a wrestle dream. I don't know why that wasn't on the main card. That is a wrestle dream for me. I feel like it's just because they couldn't fit it. But like you could have, I don't, I, I can't remember the full card off the top of my head. But I feel like there's something you could have switched with it. There was something zero hour worthy on the main card that could have been switched out. It's hard, man. It's hard. Tony Storm. Timeless Tony Storm now. She's Let's been go. fucking That's, nothing but entertaining. I am thoroughly sports entertained. Again, like, when she had her title run, I hated it. I didn't want her to have it. It was boring yes. as fuck. I was glad she lost it. And now, I want her to have it back. I literally uh, was watching Collision and was like, I want her to have the belt back. She deserves to be women's champion. And then I reminded myself that I said just a couple months ago, she was boring and a terrible champion. Yeah. Respect love, to her for that. Respect love, to her. I love the little nods to uh, her WWE stuff. What definitely deserved to be on the main card uh, that was was Kingston and Shibata. That was a fucking fight. That was amazing. That was a fucking fight. It was as good as I wanted it to be. Oh, hell yeah. There's two thugs thugging it out. <coughs> That's going to be the new thing. <laughs> Drink some my coffee. I'm going to clear my throat. Yeah. Smoking too much before the show. Also, I felt like Statlander should have lost this to weekend. Julia. Yeah, I really felt like because of uh, Chris Statlander not really riding the momentum wave of her return anymore, and Julia Hot, uh, Julia Hot, Julia Hart being red hot right now, it really could have been the perfect time to transition that title. I over. think they're gonna build to something where Julia is corrupting all these other wrestlers, and she maybe she makes like a sub faction. They're doing a carrying cross angle. With Julia Hart. It, it, basically, no, it's basically the House of Black thing. Because remember, that's what the House of Black basically yeah, did. Yeah, I know. So. I was just throwing a little yeah joke out there. That's funny. Dude. What they really wanted to do that, they'd keep her off TV for a few months at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Now we're now who's cracking jokes? <laughs> Whoops. Here's another thing. Here's a great point to bring up. Yes. For six or seven months now. It's a long time. For six or seven months now. Oh, yes. I've been saying MJF is the best heel in the business. Best heel of all time, even. I would argue now. Yeah, it's that severe. Why is he now an even better babyface? I just think because he just gets wrestling. That's, Throw my arms. That's yeah. how it goes. He's putting on quality matches. Quality promos are not shy of his repertoire. He's putting on the most entertaining... A- angle and segment in wrestling right now in my opinion and yeah. even with Adam Cole out and injured he's still carrying that same momentum that's yes. fucking crazy and he, people love him that's crazy he's a 
piece of shit. He's supposed to be hated. And that's not me saying, like, damn, this is a bad thing or this isn't working. That's me saying, like, that's awesome. That's just, really just shows his cool. range. He has so much range. Yeah. I, I think I've said before, he is one of, if not the greatest wrestler who gets it right now. Amen. And opening match from curtain to curtain, he was nothing but fucking money. I kind of hate that they took uh, they took that and made it kind of like a squash handicap match, if that makes sense. I guess it wasn't a squash handicap match, but you kind of knew MJF was going to win it going in. Yeah, I... Look, I'm beginning to dig the righteous, right? Yeah. Yeah, I dig what they're saying. And they've so, been beating some people. They have some wins. I kind of was like, maybe, maybe, I mean, does it affect the story too much? Because I don't think Cole's coming back anytime soon. I'm going to be perfectly honest here. From what we're hearing, he's out for a while. So wouldn't you want to take the titles off him anyways? Makes sense. But, I mean, I, I trust Tony, honestly, so. Uh, all in all, I trust Tony Khan, for sure. I don't trust Tony Schiavone, however. <coughs> Who does, though? Danielson and Sabre Jr., technical clinic. Again, I told you in a message, I said, I have two Match of the Year candidates this, this weekend. Dragunov, Carmelo 2, and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Yeah. Just an amazing match. The Dragon Screw, oh god, the Dragon Screw looked so brutal. Brutal. Man, that was a fucking technical clinic, man. I miss wrestling like that, that just pure... Yes. It's not that it's not around anymore. It's just, man. It doesn't get the highlight, I think. It, like, the Heritage Cup tournament, that should have had more highlight because there were so many great technicians in that tournament. I think, truthfully, what I'm saying is I miss watching old Brian Danielson matches. And that's, that's what it felt like. It felt like a callback to watching 2008 Brian Danielson. And that, ugh, I'm going to cry. Do it. We got time. <laughs> Bucks versus FTR again. The Bucks I, are getting the belt back this time, for sure. They are. I don't... Honestly, I don't even know why I made that much... So much of a note, because that's just something that happened and something that's happening. It's like, there's not much context to that other than, oh yeah, the Young Bucks are going to beat FTR. I don't know how to feel about it, honestly. Exactly. You, you don't... You're not allowed to have feelings towards it. I wish, <laughs> in some sense, I know it's wrong to say, because FTR is the greatest. I wish Aussie Open had won. I kind of do too. It, I don't think, I think shuffling the belts between two teams rather than giving other teams a shot doesn't really work for me. I was happy for Swerve to get the clean win too. That was a fucking. Great I heard match. that was a great match. I great missed match. a lot of it. Damn, you missed out. It was a really, really good match, and Swerve was able to like really showcase uh, what he can do on a main yes. event level in it. It showed, and I really think from this point forward, he's prime candidate for gold for a title run, whether it be international TNT, whether he really does become the first black AEW world champion. Like, that would be cool. I just, I have a, a whole theory on the AEW title that goes all the way to the end of 2024, so <laughs> it, it doesn't really work out in my plans, but I'm not right. against it by any means. No, I, he's just, he's really elevated himself, and I, I feel like anyone who says he would have been better with Hit Row, <laughs> no. No. I'll get I'll get right back to Wrestle Dream and the end of Wrestle Dream in a second. There's something here that I have to bring up, and i got to bring it up now, because I haven't seen anybody else with this theory, and i got to let people know that I came up with this theory, if it's true. Okay. Has nobody, has nobody thought that David Finley and the actual Bullet Club could be the people that jumped Jay White. I thought that immediately. The first, Thank uh, you. The first thing that when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's that's the other Bullet Club. They're Thank gonna, you. They're going to feud, duh. How would that not not make sense if the real fucking Bullet Club uh, attacked Jay White? Of course it makes fucking sense. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. What I didn't predict was Nick Wayne turning on Darby Allen. I predicted it like three, 30 seconds before it happened, maybe, but I'm going into that match now. No, I had no clue. And I, it's funny, though, because <laughs> someone mentioned that Christian, uh, Christian, like 2000, what was it, eight or something? He had a, a tatted up heavy and a flippy twink. And now he's got another tatted up heavy and a flippy 
Yeah. Now, he, I, I don't even know how to segue into this from that. You definitely threw me off with that, and I appreciate it because, honestly, the show would be less entertaining if you didn't throw me off a couple By times. By the way, I'm not using that as an offensive term. That's just somewhat, something I saw someone post on. It was uh, him, Tomko, and... Uh, Fucking Tyson Tomko? I think Tyson Tomko and uh, AJ Styles. <laughs> I also don't agree that he's a... That, but... Amongst know. these names could... The name of Adam Copeland be mentioned, who really did show up as predicted. Yeah, I, I'm. That's crazy. Good job, bro. When you you segued into it, you did it anyway. Yeah, just like he did it anyway, and I can't believe they got his theme. They. Beth Phoenix is on his theme now. Let's go. It's really cool. It's actually really cool, and it's funny because it feels like almost like this is like the first shot of a. Of a real back and forth they're going to do for the next few months. Yeah, I'm really hoping to get to see him live during this AEW run. And he he said on Dynamite uh, he plans to be around for a while, so we'll see how much of a while that is. You know, knock on wood, everything goes as planned. It's really cool to see him there. And I think that is a perfect statement of never say never in the world of I believe so, wrestling. too. The Just fact is. that four of the top people in that company now are people that shouldn't be wrestling by all accounts. Yeah. Danielson, Soraya, uh, Copeland. It's so hard not to call him Edge. It is. Who's who's the fourth? I'm trying to get off the top of my head. I can't remember now. I saw the picture earlier on Twitter. I just can't remember now. People that shouldn't be wrestling. Is, is Christian? Christian's one of them too, right? Oh, yeah. I believe it is Christian. I was going to say Adam Cole, but... Uh, I believe Christian. Either way. Yeah. Dude. Here's an idea I have. It's an amazing idea. Because, okay. you know, Edge was listing off on Dynamite, which we'll we'll get on Dynamite later, but just for this uh, statement. He was mentioning all the people he wanted to face, and of course MJF was on the list, because that's a dream match for a lot of people. Yeah. And in that scenario, it's kind of hard to see that as like a one-time deal or even like a one-time program because who's the heel and who's the face? There's a good point. Like, who's going to be the better heel in that situation? Who's going to be the better baby face? So here's my synopsis. And Tony Khan, please listen to me. I need you to hear me out on this one. All right, guys, listen. Listen. This is important. So my pitch is uh, you start out the program with Ed, Edge as a babyface and MJF as a heel and run a program that runs like I know it's long but th- these guys can make it worth it runs like three to four months okay throughout this program you see Edge uh, shift and into a heel and MJF shift into a babyface doing a double turn alright but it doesn't happen you know within the next match to the next match it happens gradually to where in that middle match you see a neutral ground okay yeah i think i like that yeah it changes the dynamic throughout the story yeah i love dynamic stories need a little bit more of that like hmm. um like uh since we're here now the whole dragon of carmelo thing neither of them were heels really no, but it turned Carmelo into a slightly heel, and then he slightly is now a face again because John Cena's his best friend. And ay ay ay, it's hard to. It's like Drew McIntyre, who I also have a note about. Like, what the what the fuck is he? What is he doing? What is his plan? It seems like he's heel, right? It seems like it, and then he's like kind of that cool heel, but then he's kind of a dick. I don't know. He's just playing with the Miz. He has. I don't think he has like any real creative plans right now. I don't think they have a creative direction for him. Other than that, they want to turn him heel. I, I lied. Yeah, he's gonna turn heel for sure because I do finally see creative direction for him. And if this is true, let's fucking go. We, I gotta get a let's go for that. Uh, McIntyre on Raw was mentioning the Cody verse. Oh yeah. And that's something. Uh, if you know Cody's time in NWA and in New Japan and whatnot, and you you know about the Cody verse, you know how fucking cool of a dynamic that could be. And I could see after Drew McIntyre turning heel, them running that kind of program. Okay. Cody needs something to do he at does. all times. He um at all times. 
So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Fucking true. I did want to quickly mention that you didn't mention, uh, I don't know if it's in your notes, the women's match at No Mercy as well. Oh, yeah. It's in the, my notes. Uh, I was about to circle back to No Mercy. I just I just mentioned Drew McIntyre randomly. Yeah, so um, Becky and T- Tiffany, really good match in my opinion. Loved the Barbie doll spot. That was funny as hell. And they they got some mileage out of that match. Just, that that spot was just as hardcore as the pick of Becky's elbow after the match. That was uh, that's where I was gonna get to. Fucking yeah, the fact brutal, that brutal man. Can we just pour one out for Tegan Knox? I'm not pouring this coffee out for nothing. Like she's she's not having a great time. She's finally in a position where she's gonna have a a spot on the card first of all. But every time she gets close to having that match with Becky. Something happens. Something happens. Will it happen next week? I went ahead and said no. Something else is going to happen. <laughs> and then we see Trick Williams win the North American title at No Mercy. Yeah. And but they took it right back off him. And wh- Why? I want to know. While I go get this refill, I'm going to let you talk on this for one second. Was that a bad move? Was it a bad move right. to do that? So... I feel like it was a bad move, and the reason I say that is because the North American title was built up so heavily that title. by Wesley. Wesley's run with that title was amazing. He's going to be an NXT champion. That would be cool, but taking it off trick so early, I mean, I get it, Dom, I guess Dom brings in the viewers, whatever, but... And the, I don't like the whole story that Trick and Carmella have to have tension now, like... Why does every tag team need to split up? You know, why can't we just be like, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. All right, that's cool. And that's it. You know what I mean? I just got back. I don't I don't know what he's talking about. No, I do know what you mean. I, had, I heard you from the other room. Yeah, I made sure it was loud enough so you could hear me. Hopefully and that doesn't mess with the recording. <laughs> what's, what's crazy is I kind of wondered it myself, but wasn't ready to ask if you thought that Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams were going to run a program against each other. But I could also see how they could be building to that. See, I thought I thought when Trick won the title and Carmella lost the... I thought that's where they were going to go. Everyone, a lot of theories I saw said, one match between the two, then he sends Carmella off. Carmella's like, alright, you got this. You'll hold the brand down, and I'll go to, to the main roster. But, what, no. They should have... What they should have done... Is they should have brought John Cena into NXT if they're gonna do that, but pair him with Trick Williams. Like I really feel like that could be a thing. You uh, think so? I that feel like Trick Williams having John Cena in his corner is actually a bold move. But at the same time, like we all know, Carmelo Hayes is the next big thing. Yeah, I I firmly believe that. I see him as the next big star, the next big Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. Whatever. See, I see both him and Braun, which is why I think it makes sense that they're running. This match again, but with these two kind of mentor figures there. Yeah. It's just... I guess because I'm not as much of a Braun Breaker guy, that's why I'm like... I never I never really recognize him as a next big thing, but truth be told, like they have already put him in that spot yes, many a he, times. I, first time I heard of him, I watched him wrestle live at the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, actually, well, I'd heard of him the night before on the NXT before WrestleMania, but... Uh, regardless, that was the first time I'd ever really known about him, and he was already a big deal then, so... See, he's already got everything he needs, which is why I don't understand... I don't know if it's in their notes. Why lose to Baron Corbin? Oh, man. Fuck that guy. I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand WWE's need to, like, put him in any sort of TV scenario, like... If I was if I was running this company, he would have been on the release list. And if not, he's wrestling dark matches for the rest of his time here. I mean, I'm putting him on heat. I know. Uh, little aside, he has beef with him because of uh, something that happened with Kenny. For your thoughts? Yeah. I believe Kenny said that uh, he DM'd him, and they actually like hashed it out. Well, I'll still put him on Velocity. Okay, that's fair. Either way, I I don't. They're building to Braun and Vaughn. Yeah. Was it three? I don't. Wonder Vaughn Braun. I don't know. It's not Braun Strowman. Then we don't care. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what if I was that fan? If it's, if it's not Braun Strowman, I don't care about it. 
Ugh. My favorite people are the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar stands. Oh no. Those are the best. Oh, I didn't even realize that I mentioned Roman Reigns there. That could segue into a little baby note I had. I have a theory. Is it an Austin theory? No. Okay, then shoot. <laughs> uh, I have a theory, and then my girlfriend Alyssa has supplied me with a theory of her own. Uh, separate. My theory. Fun fact. Everybody's going to love this. Roman Reigns is going to be the one to beat Gunther for the IC title. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there now. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, that guy, he's going to have the IC title in the next six months. Maybe longer, because here's Alyssa's theory. Roman Reigns has been off TV for a while. He's been off TV for a while now. What if he's been sick again? What if he's been fighting illness again? What if... uh? Leukemia came back, or he's had a scare. He's had to go through some sort of treatment. He's been gone for a while, man. I know he's coming back now, but just a little little Maybe, theory she had. Okay, that, was that, like, that that one I'll I'll give you. I I don't want to even acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, see what I did. There? I do. The other one. Put one up in the air. I just, man. All right, listen. I brought up theory. Austin theory. I got to bring up a side note. Okay. Thank God he got to use the ataxia again. <laughs> you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. It was the move that he did that we like flipped. Uh, who was he facing this week? Gun- no, he, Theory was facing. Oh, Theory was Dragon facing Lee. Dragon Lee. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one where he like flips him up and then flips him back, something like that. That's ataxia. That was a move he had like long, long time ago. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought we were still on Roman Reigns winning the IC title. I was lost. No, I was I was segueing from theory before then. Um theory. That's just that's the only thing I want to say about that though. <laughs> Speaking of the IC title, I was really, really happy to see my boy Champa get oh his, my God. his shot finally. The fact that he not only got a shot, but it was actually a really good match. Oh yeah, I had no doubts it would be a good match. I had didn't know it was gonna be that night, I didn't realize it was going to be Monday night. I figured it would be uh, this line? Monday night, yeah. Or just, yeah. It really ticked me off that they they moved it again. They they keep moving. Like, Champa deserves to be on a pay-per-view at least once in his lifetime, right? Oh, of course. I mean, I'm, again, I'm always going to be a big fan of his, and I'm always going to be an advocate for his. Those takeover matches he had with Johnny Gargano, which, again, he's back. He's back. He He's found back, him. We found, we found Johnny G. Finally got my DIY reunion. But those takeover matches they have against each other, I will fucking live and die by the opinion that those are some of the best quality matches I've seen in years. That's very fair. Same time. Here recently, we've had some really quality matches. I just saw Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson, so... Yeah. Fuck I'm excited off. to see what DIY does. I next. know! I'm so happy. Remember the time we called the number... On, yes, on air. that was amazing. I can't believe they actually let them go through with it. <laughs> you, you know who else I'm happy for? Who? I'm really happy for Lyra Valkyria. She, yeah, so she's been getting a little bit of a push lately, and she had a triple threat to number one contender for Becky's NXT title, and she won. I didn't expect her to win. I'm so happy she did. Her opening segment was making me emotional. I was like, oh my god. It was, like... Start crying. Lyra is another one that I've followed since NXT UK. Really happy for her. She, she, she put on some really good matches. And knowing that Becky is kind of, like, behind her in a sense, yeah. that, that's so validating. Hell also, yeah. at the same time, though, Roxanne's not getting left behind either. She's getting to face Asuka. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's part of the... Mega stack, we're gonna call it. I don't. I'll the call it mega that. stack. They, I mean, they just keep stacking. Like I'm expecting, like by Monday, we hear the. I don't want to. I don't want to bring that up. Never mind. Uh, let's see what was happening on Dynamite right after that. Oh well, before you do that, just really yeah. quickly, women's breakout tournament. They had four women's matches. On NXT. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. I was it. really thrown off by that. Just be, NXT's not bad with its women's division, by no means. No. And not all of those matches were the breakout tournament, either. Yeah. Like, you have... But it feels so weird with the climate right now and how 
the different companies are treating their women's divisions. You had four women's matches for four different storylines, too, I believe, in a row. You had two men's matches the whole time. And that's more matches than the Fastlane card has. That's also crazy. That's fucking crazy. But Go off. they're also pushing this breakout tournament, and I don't, I don't know that any of the women there really are at that level yet. But if they think they're at that level, maybe they are. It just, I feel like Becky's back there, like telling Sean, "Hey, we need to get these women out there. So let's do this." Maybe. I mean, there has to be something to it for them to do four consecutive matches like that. AEW should follow suit. Again, AEW's not lacking or anything anymore, but that is really cool. Not a not I don't I don't think I can remember anybody having four women's matches in a row on any card. And even then, like now that you mention it. None of them were like really like two minute squash matches. Each had like maybe eight minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. Here's one thing people are talking about to shift over to the other company. That I kind of, I didn't really think about the severity of it until I was listening back to our Chris Benoit series, uh, our last two episodes. People are talking about the unprotected chair shot that Kenny Omega took, and that that is something to talk about. I figured you would have talked about it a lot sooner, because right? that really caught me off guard. I was like, why would you take an unprotected chair shot for... In 2023, yeah. For no reason, really. Like, the feud's already been escalated to a point, like... I think, like, the kid in me and, like, the forever hardcore wrestling fan just kind of, like, still has that desensitivity to it. Like, oh, it's just somebody getting hit with a chair, but he fucking ate that chair. Yeah. Straight to the head, and a lot of people said it was unnecessary shouldn't be played that way uh with the way we look at concussions now and going back to what i just said like we we just did an episode on chris benoit and cte and how that affected the situation so we really really after i thought about it i was like man i love kenny megan i don't really think that, that was the best creative decision now i'm not just gonna cancel him because of it but i definitely no, don't no. agree with making but- that call whether it was him uh, in Don's call, whether it was Tony's call, which I seriously doubt it was Tony Khan's call. No boss is going to be like, you have to take no. that. Any wrestler will tell you, no, I, I took that willingly. Yeah. I mean, I, it's so... His reaction afterwards was like, ooh. <clears throat> Go fuck yourself. Wasn't that the same segment with Powerhouse Hobbs? Man... I'm pissed off that Hobbs is joining the Callus fam. I know that like they haven't found any creative direction for him so far, at least nothing significant. Yes. Uh, I liked when he was on Team Taz. That was cool. That, that's but fair. I don't think that this is the move for him. I don't know either. It's... He's just another fucking... He's just another muscle man, and I don't like that. I want him to be something big. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Speaking of big, uh, your favorite came back too. Man, that wasn't in my notes. That was specifically not in my notes. Fun fact. Well, sarcasm, Wardlow. <laughs> He's a heel. I don't care. You're allowed to talk about it. I don't. I don't care. Honestly, oh they're gosh. not gonna. I liked him better when he was doing Swanton bombs. He's not gonna do Swanton bombs as a heel. So I don't. I care. mean, if I'm not mistaken, you had a theory that he was gonna be the next person in the Callus family. I don't think I. I think I've jokingly said it. Yeah, you hadn't mentioned, like, they had something to do with the wolf logo. No, that they were going to attack him. That he was the next target. Oh, that's right, that's right. It ended up being Kodobushi, which, stupid me, that makes more sense. Why I was I so trying stupid? to remember what it was. But, you just randomly bought him back for no reason. I, I feel like it's just to bring someone back. And honestly, in all honesty, just to kind of... Because this was after the whole NXT build up announce and they were like let's bring someone back <laughs> and Wardlow was on the list I guess not Thunder Rosa though I have no idea what's still happening still nowhere to be seen and she's uh, one of the top advertised wrestlers right now because she of is. Hispanic Heritage Month I, I did see some sort of rumor that she was coming shortly but I feel like we get those every few weeks yeah, maybe maybe on collision Maybe tonight on Collision. Again, once this episode airs, Collision will have passed, but for us, it has not aired yet, so... 
Unfortunately, I'm going to have to... Uh, it's kind of like time travel. I'm going to be putting Collision on the back burner for tonight. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Because you got to watch Fastlane. Yeah. That's a pay-per-view that's happening. Yes. That is a five-match pay-per-view that is happening tonight. I just... I hope I see Carlito, and I hope maybe Jader, Kyrie. I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. You spoiled one of my earlier notes, but that's okay because it's it all gets spoiled in the end. Uh, yeah. Rey Mysterio made that phone call, and it's pretty, pretty like I thought it was gonna be Carlito before Carlito tweeted anything. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Carlito's acknowledged it, and I'm. I'm so it ends up that. being Bad Bunny. Oh my gosh, that'd it be can, fucking hilarious. It can be Bad Bunny. He is technically part of the LWO too. That would be fucking hilarious. That would be the biggest troll in the world, and I would laugh my ass off. Would you really? I would. I mean, I want to see Carlito, of course. I'm go Carlito, but that that would be fucking funny like, to make everybody think Carlito's coming and get excited, and it's Bad Bunny. Also, I have to think that that's just another because they haven't just stacked NXT. If you look at it, that whole next week is kind of stacked. Yeah. It's now, just gonna be a fucking crazy week, and we we're gonna have our work cut out for us. Yeah. Jay White. I'm talking to you, Jay White. Switch blade. No, not card blade. <laughs> card Jay. <laughs> I love doing that. Motherfucker better give the triple B back. He better. I don't take I don't take belt stealing lightly. <laughs> the only time I thought it was funny was when Dean Ambrose did it to Seth Rollins. <laughs> Jay White, you better give that triple B back. Fucking take that shit lightly. I'll find you. Go fuck yourself. I don't. I won't do anything to you because I'm pretty sure you can kick my ass. But I'll find you, dude. On a on a more serious note about Jay White, getting to see him wrestle live for the first time, which that wasn't this past weekend. This was months ago, but I was reminiscing on it. Getting yeah. to see him wrestle live was a really cool experience for only having seen him wrestle on the internet on yeah. shit from Japan and whatnot. So that that was really cool. But at the same time. Get the fucking triple B back. We'll find you. We got you. We'll, we'll... Pulling a Christian cage, taking titles that aren't yours. <laughs> it is his title now, isn't it? Dude, I thought he was going to knee uh, Edge, or, sorry, Adam in the nuts. I, I thought so, too. I thought there was a, a straight low blow coming, but he just said, go fuck yourself. Let's go. The Rated R era is here. I think I think fans were just happy to get like a little mini reunion, and I think everybody uh, knows that they don't really want to team together again right now. They want to do some other shit creatively. That's fair. Who wants to just do the played out uh, nostalgia act over and over when you can do like Edge said? You can sorry Adam, like Adam Copeland said, you can do uh, so many new possibilities. Like Edge versus, or my goodness. Like Sexton Hardcastle versus <laughs> Swerve Strickland or Sexton Hardcastle versus MJF. <laughs> I'm going to be perfectly honest here. I'm going to call him Edge. I can't. Just like... Dude, it's so hard. Unless you say Sexton Hardcastle. Just like you get on to me for calling Pete Dunn Butch. Yeah, I'm gonna call. Dunn. I'm going to call him... I try to call him Dunn. Dunn, dun, dun, dun. I've unfortunately been brainwashed by... WWE. I've been drain washed. <laughs> washed down the drain of professional wrestling. Damn. Oh my goodness. Let's go. Yeah. Here's a clip of me on BTE. Let's go. At the Cutler Cabana. At the Cutler. Oh. Cutler Cabana. <laughs> it legitimately looks like Roderick Strong. It's pretty oh, creepy. Wow. Yeah, that guy was a really cool guy. So listen. I'll put that on the video version when it comes out. Man, I just I cannot uh, say enough how fun of an experience that really was. My question is, did he forget the words for a second? Or, or was he just pausing Not, for dramatic effect? Yeah, just like, dramatic pause. 100% dramatic pause. We should do that more often. We should just pause for dramatic effect. I feel like we do sometimes, but today's not one of those times, apparently. All right, I got a real big point I want to make then, okay? Make ready? The Cutler. See, the dramatic pause doesn't work. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm too hyped up on this coffee now. That's fair. Oh, 
I don't actually have a point either. I was just trying to segue into dramatic pause. That's okay. You're kind of helping me out when you do that sometimes, because i got to get to stuff. Heck yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's not it. That's not it whatsoever. We should just play the Undertaker gong at the end of this. Uh, see what you did there. <laughs> just stop stacking it, man. You're It's overkill. This is what I said on Twitter. I'll put the tweet in the video version as well. And what's funny is when I drove to your house this morning to come get you to do this show. Yes. I left with this tweet having five likes. When I got to your house, it had 15. That makes sense. It was just going up for a minute. I said, I don't care if they bring Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Wick, Bruce Lee, Johnny Bravo, or fucking Batman to NXT. If Dynamite is on television, I'm watching AEW Dynamite. You know where I stand. That's fair. With Johnny Bravo dancing. It's like I said, like, I was going to watch NXT anyways, because... You know, I'm the WWE guy. You're the AEW guy. It makes sense. Yeah, I think that that kind of works out. But also, I just really, really like, like, out of the three WWE shows, NXT is my favorite weekly by far. Yeah. That's fair. Third, that's fair. I believe if we're doing the that's fair count, that's the third one I've said. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm on like five. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Cut it. I get some t-shirts made already. Let's go. Um, we're going to have to make merchandise when we don't have sponsors. We need some fucking sponsors. Sorry. Maybe that's why we don't get sponsors is because I can't seem to keep it PG enough. Look, we don't have to keep PG, but maybe we can keep it TV 14. I try to keep it TV 18. Okay, that's fair. Seven. I'm just doing a bunch of math. Make sure you turn it down so they don't run ads over the microphone because you gotta pay to play. Maybe if we start playing the ads, they'll just pay us. That's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. Doing too much fucking math. It's going to be a three way for the TNA heavyweight title at Sacrifice between you, Kurt Angle, and Samoa Joe. Now, before you get there, you have an important oh, step tonight cool. as you and X Division champion Petey Williams take on the unlikely duo of Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You know, they say all men are created equal. You ain't got to yell get like that. that small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. Is it problem breaker? See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. (laughs) But then you take my 75% chance of winning... If we used to go one on one and then add sixty six and two thirds percent, I got a hundred and forty one and two thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. Amen. See, Nick Joe, the numbers don't lie. No. Nope. And they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. See, but I'm gonna break it down for you, ladies. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe's kind of nice. I mean, you know. See, you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. Would you rather come home to me, a genetic freak, to be satisfied every night, or go home to that fat-ass small Joe? See, tonight, we're going to win, and I'm going to be the world champion at sacrifice. Come on, Pete. Let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, Big Papa Pump has got your hookup. Well, Maple Leaf Muscle is who you need to look up. Holler! Maple Leaf Muscle. I Let's go. I completely forgot about Peach Park. Oh my gosh. Fucking Maple Leaf Muscle. Let's go. I'm surprised Lance Storm didn't get that first. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. You know who else I forget about? I forgot about until a couple months ago. What? A guy named Desmond Wolf. Oh. <laughs> If you don't know Desmond Wolf, Wolf, also, you can see him every week as Nigel McGuinness. I, I saw some theory that people said that Danielson's retirement match would be against Nigel McGuinness. Man, that'd be fun. That would be amazing. 
His retirement match should be against me. I will get my ass strangled honorably. Uh, with honor. With the ring of honor. It's where I first saw him. Oh yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about ring of honor. Okay. I still I still need people to sign my petition to let me take a week off to watch Ring of Honor and Impact. <laughs> Are we out of notes? Yeah, a little bit, but at the same time, I'm not completely done. Because I'm not allowed to be. I still got 15 minutes. I can do whatever I want. And Sick. I got a, pa- a pay-per-view tonight to watch. Yeah. Um. I actually have the card right here next to me. The five-match card. Something big is going to happen, right? I don't know. It is a it is like a, a sideshow, so it... I mean, people say sense. Jade are going to come. People already think Carlito's going to come. We already said that. Uh, <laughs> what, what is the name that we came up with for Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits? Lashley Profits. That's right. I just put the Bobby Profits. <laughs> or the Bobby Profits. It might have been the Bobby Profits, actually. I think also in somewhere in there was... Uh, what was it? It was like Street Dividends or something. Oh, something like that. <laughs> profit streets. I don't know. Profit business. Business uh, yeah. profits. I don't know. That's what they call them, I think. The business profits or something like that. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm going with the Bobby profits still. Yeah. There's yeah. that. The, the triple threat for the, the women's title, right? So, the rumors are Jade's going to Raw. Which I don't agree with, but that's a whole other subject. So, that means EO, Charlotte, and Asuka... Not gonna have Jade involved. Okay. So, what do you do there? Does EO get a definitive win and actually get to look strong? No. Or is Charlotte gonna take the title? Uh, bingo. Now, Charlotte did get the win last night, or, or was the one looking tall last night, right? And typically, this is the superstition I have when they look tall before the pay per view, they lose. Bingo was his name o. Now, imagine though. If Kyrie comes, <laughs> we've been waiting, been waiting for that. It could happen. Been impatiently waiting. What's sad, and maybe you'll disagree because again, this is uh, more your speed. But I looked at this pay per view card, this five match pay per view card. No, I agree. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's really the only only one match I'm excited for, and what's sad is. Last pay-per-view they had, we said the same thing. Rollins and Nakamura was the only thing we were really excited for uh, majorly. And that's how I feel more this pay-per-view. But the crazy thing is, did wasn't the last pay-per-view actually not that bad? No, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, that's so, not to say that it was bad. It's just yeah. a common theme. Building up to the pay-per-view hasn't been the strongest suit no, on their end. I definitely feel like... like Forget they, they're having them. Yeah, and we have... We obviously have... Three-fourths of the bloodline competing. Obviously, Roman's not going to be there because... Because he's maybe sick. Or why would he be there? Either yeah. way, I, I don't... He's prepping for his IZ title match. <laughs> My God. You pulled Champa and Gunther from this pay-per-view. So, something tells me they have to have something, right? If they pulled a match, they were going to have... I didn't know that they were going to wrestle on the pay-per-view at all. I believe they were going to wrestle Monday Night Raw, uh, like, this week. No, they the, there was a report that they were pulling a match from Fastlane, a title match, and having it gotcha. that night. And that was the only title match they had that night, if I remember correctly. So, I something's got to happen, right? Some, someone's coming. Something, something big's happening, right? It's more Nia Jax. It's not CM Punk. I know a lot of... Nah, not people, yet. Some people are saying CM Punk now. No, we're waiting. Survivor Series Chicago. It's, it's. Oh, so, you, yeah, you named it. It's so in your face too. It's like, which maybe maybe, maybe it's too obvious. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's all I was say. Maybe it's too obvious. They'll subvert our expectations, and we'll just get CM Punk randomly at the end of Fastlane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be that soon, but I could definitely see it being too obvious to bring him back in Chicago. At the same time, like I was. The comment I was going to make earlier that I said I was going to say was if on Monday night they, they end the DNXT trailer with the static, <laughs> with CM Punk static. Oh, yes. Didn't Corey Graves on SmackDown last night make a little CM the Punk? Devil, no. The devil. Yeah. The devil line, yeah. It's 
went ahead and laid that out there. Not shy about it, man. I, I feel sorry for Cody and LA Knight because they're both on like the runs of their lifetime where it's supposed to be. Cody's completely stopped, pretty much. He's kind of stuck babysitting Jay when you think about it. <laughs> and then LA Knight's on the cusp, but with CM Punk coming in, you start to think, oh, is there room? Is there room? Dude. I don't know, man. I know. I know more than you. How dare you? There's something I was trying to find on Twitter, but Twitter's like a lossless fucking void these days. Oh, hell yeah. What's funny is, uh, going back to Punk, um, I got so tired of it, him being all my feed was that I muted his name. I muted CM You know Punk. what? That's a good idea. I'm probably going to do that tonight. <laughs> Here's a tweet from your favorite guy, Dorby Allen. said, dead ass, I didn't even know Fastlane was tonight. See... I'm not even gonna, <clears throat> I'm not gonna, all I'm gonna say is, I would agree with that. Sometimes if we, we, we butt heads on things, that statement, what is Triple H's announcement? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Did you see that scroll past my screen? Yes. And the, That's what everybody's trying to ask, honestly. I mean, because we know Cody Rhodes' announcement is like, Dusty Rhodes Classic or something. Cody Rhodes. But Triple H is interesting. Or it could be not interesting. I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll find out when we get to it, I guess. I'm wrestling Triple H. Triple H is coming out of retirement to wrestle? Let's go. <laughs> He's probably just announcing War Games, isn't he? Is is it Round Series next? I don't... I think Crown Jewel's next, right? Yeah. I believe Crown Jewel is uh, right at the end of October, Survivor Series, middle end of November. Right, And okay. Crown Jewel apparently is planning for Roman Reigns versus John Cena. That's that, what I'm... That's what I've seen, too, and that's a very that's a very Crown Jewel move. <laughs> yeah, that... Amen. We, we couldn't get Yokozuna, but we got... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we got Roman Reigns. Okay, Fucking bombshell. WWE signs Okada. No. It's not something that's actually happened. But what if they did have like a work working deal with New Japan? Well, I remember I mentioned they they could have a working deal with Noah. It's not the same, obviously. Yeah, but it's not the same. And they don't deserve to work with New Japan after what they did. Ooh. Uh, what happened? I'm, I'm missing some context, ooh, I think. Oh, okay. So I wanted to make sure they knew, but since you don't know either... Whenever uh, AEW started their deal with New Japan and working with New Japan, WWE tried to snake that. Oh, yeah, I yeah, remember now. They tried to snake that deal away from them. And New Japan, being the fucking honorable company they were, were like, sorry, we already have a, a verbal deal with All Elite Wrestling. And I was like, damn, y'all really, really trying to snake it to them. So they would then go to Noah. The I don't know if it's the second largest and, in Japan, but it's... I mean... It's not crazy considering that they let Shinsuke go over there. Yeah, so I think I could see them doing something with Noah. And that that was just out of respect for the great Muda as well. That's true, though. Sh- Shinsuke, future world heavyweight champion as of tonight. When this airs, Shinsuke Nakamura will be the world heavyweight champion. That's a bold statement. Seth Rollins will be out. I wouldn't disagree with it. I wouldn't be against it, but I don't know... I don't know where they're going with that, honestly. Where they're going is Nakamura's going to be a champion and Rollins is going to be out until the Rumble, taking a vacation. Interesting. So we don't get Roman versus Seth? No. Do we even get Roman versus anyone at Survivor Series? No. Mm, man. The main event of Survivor Series will be Brock Lesnar versus the Gobbledygooker. The Gobbledygooker, let's go. I think... Also, the Boogeyman will make an appearance. Let's go! See, I love the Boogeyman. See, I think... And it'll probably be the War Games match, of course. That makes sense. Which is what... It's looking like it's gonna be Judgment Day versus Cody J... It's gonna be Pugs Sammy KO. Okay. Uh, fucking Cody and Jay are gonna be the next tag champs. 
You're just making all the bold statements tonight, aren't you? He's like, you know what? You got six more minutes? Just make as many bold statements as you can. Here's a bold statement. Alright. WWE is throwing fucking balls to the wall superstars on NXT for this show. Let me guess. You're saying they're going to lose in the ratings. I don't know. I don't think they're going to lose in the ratings. That's not what I'm saying. Because I, I truthfully believe with the name recognition they're trying to bring, yeah, they'll have higher ratings. But I don't think that it's going to do for them competition-wise what they expect. Because as you just stated, someone who watches NXT just because we purely like watching NXT. That might turn people off. It seems overly competitive at this point, yes. and, and that does turn people off. Especially the die-hard AEW fans who are going to go equally balls to the wall for their company. And while I consider myself in those people, I'm not going to go so hard where I'm bashing the other company, because I truthfully do like to watch both, and I do like to find the best in both. Yeah. But, damn, no, this... is that a fucking itchy feeling just seeing them be like yeah we're gonna bring everybody on this day that dynamite's trying to air on an nxt day see i i was for it because i do love them bringing recognition to nxt i love nxt obviously and i like the idea of bringing you know names here and there to and even like when they were doing john cena and polyman i was like that's a little much but you know if you're gonna build carmelo and braun that way i agree with that but then when I heard The Undertaker was going to be there, I was like, okay, what the hell is The Undertaker going to do? <laughs> That's... I couldn't tell you. It, here's here's a perspective point. I mean, if, if AEW wasn't doing Title Tuesday this week because of uh, the way TBS has their TV schedule set up for the week, yeah. WWE wouldn't feel the need to compete with them on Tuesday night, and they wouldn't be bringing all these people. But if they were... Yeah, that would be great for the brand, and nobody would be having any flack about it. Nobody That's would be true. sitting here being like, man, that looks uh, awful on their part. It's the context that makes it... Exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. It seems like that is the motive, rather than trying to bring name recognition to NXT. See, but it, it's kind of like a... It's a side effect, though. They're they're kind of doing that by... Shout out to Matt Hardy. I mean, like some of these matches, like Roxanne and Asuka, that's going to be a pretty good match. And Roxanne's directionless right now anyways. Maybe facing Asuka will give her what I think they're trying to do, an edge to her. By facing Asuka, she gets this edge. <laughs> or Adam. <laughs> and then she moves on to, I don't know, win the title again, but with the more vicious side to her. Right. Or maybe she moves up and... I always thought... I remember Bailey did a lot of interviews about, you know, Cora and Roxanne specifically being a part of a faction with her. Cora is still missing, by the way. We have not seen Cora. I know she went and got the surgery done on her chest, but she still hasn't made a comeback, and it's kind of weird, I think. Speaking of Bailey, who you mentioned, did you know she messaged me this morning? (laughs) Isn't that her... Handle it's Bailey WWE one ninety nine. Sure, I I don't I don't follow Twitter enough to know, but I'm pretty, I mean I'm pretty sure when it says uh WWE Grant Slam Champion. Dude, I didn't even notice the Grant Slam Champion. I can't wait till the video version of the podcast comes out for this episode because I'm show all these tweets. It says WWE Grant Slam Champion, and also she has two hundred and fifteen followers. I don't know how you can be that famous and only have 215 followers. And she's underrated, but damn. I guess, uh... Hey, fan. Bailey here. I hope you are a huge fan of my wrestling career. No punctuation, either. She's not very good at spelling. <laughs> what was going to be the next response? I'm pretty sure it was going to be like, um, come see my private stuff at blah, blah, blah. And it was going to be some malware-ridden link. At meow, meow, meow. Uh... I'm excited to do this other episode today. It's like I'm gonna end this episode promoting our through the table episode for next week because we're about to sit down and record part three with the David yes. Benoit, Chris Benoit, Benoit series, and I'm I've been waiting all week to get back to this, to get back to this interview, this Chris Van Fleet interview. 
listen to more of David Benoit and really like dissect what's going on in this guy's head. So, that's fair. That's fair. Damn, you got one more in. All right, I'm excited, and we'll be back here next week. Yep. Yeah.